0: Well hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 24 of Stay at Homer, the podcast where two British men rewatch and review every episode of The Simpsons from the start. The owner of these vocal cords is
1: known as Andrew Lowe. And the owner of these is referred to as Tim Tucker.
0: And today we've reached Season 5, Episode 11 of The Simpsons, which is called Homer the Vigilante. Why, in the name of Christ, is it called that, Tim?
1: Is there a movie reference in that? Is there?
0: No, there isn't. But uh, I'll, oh.
1: yeah. Oh, I'll oh, see. I know. Yeah, I know why it's called that in terms of the episode. Yeah, I thought. I thought you were going to tell me that there's a reference to something. Oh no. Yeah. No, no. 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 Yeah, No. All right. Yeah. It's a simple, simple answer. Then it's because he becomes a vigilante in it. Does Homer? Doesn't he? Yeah. yeah.
0: And what's a vigilante?
1: A vigilante is somebody who's, I'd say, without authority. Uh, takes it yeah. on themselves to um, to challenge justice or something like that. Is right. that a good definition? Is that how you define it?
0: Uh, it's yeah, it's not bad. I, I was going to say that the noun in English comes from the Spanish noun for watchman. The uh, <laughs> the Spanish adjective vigilante means watchful and wide awake, which <laughs> is you? the same as the English adjective vigilant um the origin of the english noun is in the vigilance committees organized in the south in the 1820s the south of the usa in the 1820s and 30s to intimidate black people and abolitionists right um so yeah they organized I... vigilance committees and lynch clubs tim um so this kind of idea of the assumption of control of law by citizens not empowered by the law was applied quite uh quite generally at the time so it sort of comes it's actually got its origins it's quite a cancelable term, really. <laughs> it does, yeah. Yeah, let's let's not get bogged down uh, in etymology in yeah. pre-Civil War social unrest. <laughs> um, I think we should just, let's just move on. What else has been going on
1: in our fair isle? I thought we um decided to drop that. Are you are, are you still going to persist well, in asking me because you you know I don't know. So
0: um... I, I'm asking you. It's almost rhetorical. It's kind of rhetorical because you do you do a fine job of uh, of uh, you know directing. The kind of, the sort of recap and and stuff and the contributions you make, but I think it's I've got a few couple of stories I wanted to share with you. I'd, I'd um, like to hear
1: those. Yeah.
0: First, we're gonna have to talk about mooning, Tim. Okay. Um, I'm afraid. Mooning as, <laughs> as in showing in, your ass. Yeah, exposing your buttocks. Yeah, because a fella from Kidderminster, uh, called Daryl Meekcom, who yeah. is Terminally ill, sadly fulfilled one of the items on his bucket list. Apparently last week, yeah. which was to show his ass to a speed camera. Um, <laughs> this week, which we call we call that mooning. Um, yeah. I mean, for, <laughs> I'll get to Simpson's connection in a minute. But first yeah. of all, <laughs> just, if God forbid, I received <laughs> a diagnosis of multiple system atrophy. I think I might aim a little bit higher with my pocket list <laughs> than, you know, showing my arse to a speed camera. Yeah. Like, say, you know, experience zero gravity or skydive yeah. above the Niagara Falls or, you know, a romantic evening with Charlie Theron or something like that. Yeah. But he's happy with just showing his arse to a speed camera and that's, that's fine. So he fulfilled his wish and he yeah. showed his um, shiny behind to a, a speed camera in Worcester. It does uh, seem like a But after... Yeah. Yeah. Amazingly, he was visited by six police officers, six who brutally wrestled him to the ground and arrested him in his own garden. Um shocking stuff. But then, and here comes the Simpsons connection. An artwork appeared on a bridge in his hometown featuring a Banksy-style stencil of some riot police wielding batons and about to beat an image of Bart Simpson showing his ass. Um And he was thinking, he was thanking Banksy, going, oh, thank you for the show of solidarity against this overreaction by the police, which is only slightly ruined by the fact that Banksy didn't actually do it. It was another bloke called The Rebel Bear, who, from his Instagram, is just basically a Banksy copyist, yeah. So, yeah. So the next thing on Mr. Mecom's bucket list, apparently, is he says streaking. at a Worcester Warriors rugby match. Just, you know... Stop getting your t- arse out. <laughs> just do something other than get your ass out. You're gonna be dead soon, man. You know, just yeah. try and aim a bit higher.
1: I kinda of miss streaking a bit. I there's something in, in me that <laughs> yeah. has a bit of nostalgia for it, you know. So kind of I know like what you that. mean, yeah. yeah. It's
0: because people use it to kind of um further sort, of, you know, publicize political causes, don't they, or whatever. And yeah. um but obviously broadcasters are told not to show people doing that. So we always get a cutaway, an awkward cutaway to one of the players if it's a football match or something, just laughing.
1: Yeah. And the
0: commentator says, Well, we don't want to see that. And I'm thinking, Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely.
1: I like Barney Barney streaking in one of the Simpsons episodes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's
0: particularly funny. Uh, there's um, one more story actually, very quickly. We've um yeah. we've had the similar story that's before, but this one has a brilliant quote. This is a Chinese fellow who's been banned from the daddy Seafood BBQ Buffet in Changsha City, in China, after a series of binges. He ate 1.5 kilograms of pork trotters during his first visit, and 3.5 kilograms of prawns on another visit. Um, and he's been banned. He's been banned yeah, by the restaurant. He says that the restaurant is discriminating against people who can eat a lot. <laughs> uh, he says, I can eat a lot. Is that a fault? Um, and but the restaurant owner told, said that Mr. Kang was putting him out of pocket. Every time he comes here, I lose a few hundred yuan, he said. Even when he drinks soy milk, he can drink 20 or 30 bottles. When he when he eats the pork trotters, he consumes the whole tray. And for prawns, usually people use tongs to pick them up. But he uses a tray and takes them all. <laughs> 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 so he's absolutely Homer. That's it, Homer. Made perfect. flesh, isn't he? Yeah. It's incredible. Love so, it kudos to uh mr kang
1: maybe that's it then so do you think this segment now should be sort of simpsons like stories in the news should we should we turn it to yeah
0: that? it sort of started that way didn't it yeah but um if any, anything sort of simpsonsy turns up you know we'll, or, or you know anything major covid news mm. i think we'll pop it in otherwise we'll just get on with it
1: and should we ask readers to to send that those in as well i'm i, I know we're a bit overwhelmed with um sorry listeners we're a bit overwhelmed with listeners' emails, but... Um, yeah, I just mate.
0: haven't had a chance to get through the inbox this week. It's been... You know what I mean? I've had to, just, so many coming in. I just thought I'd have to leave it and come back to it sometime. But get in touch with the show by sending an email to stay at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet us at pod. And if you're a confident young woman, want to do a sexually suggestive dance to camera and post it <laughs> on your TikTok <laughs> with the hashtag Stayathomeapod. <laughs> now... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Home of the vigilante then. Is it yeah. is it any good?
1: Oh well, um should we wait until the end to say that? Because I, I always find that I don't know about you, Andrew, but my, my opinion changes as we discuss it sometimes. So Yeah, I suppose um, yeah,
0: you're right. Yeah. We sort of don't, let's not telegraph it too soon.
1: I'll tell you one thing, well let, let me start by introducing it. So it was first aired January the sixth, nineteen ninety four. It's um written by John Schwarzfelder, who's a, as we know, probably the greatest Simpsons writer. And directed by Jim Reardon and I, I have to say personally, I don't know about you, but I this is one I didn't remember that well. Um, right. I, I, f- I almost felt like I was watching it for the first time until things came up where I thought, no, I do remember seeing it, but it it hadn't lodged well in my memory, so it was quite fresh actually yeah. for me in terms of seeing it again.
0: Yeah, the opposite actually. I really remember this one quite quite vividly. Yeah, I remember lots of the little um, lots of the little Swartzfelder touches, yeah, sort of flourishes, yeah,
1: yeah, and. I mean, the opening delighted me because I had I completely forgotten the opening where you see the you get the family in bed, don't you? And you see an intruder approach the house. Um, he's about to get out the tools when we notice that the keys hanging out with Homer on the key fob is, is already in the lock. <laughs>
0: yeah, perfect. It's a great start, <laughs> isn't it? <Yeah. laughs>
1: and then, um, and then he, he proculates Santa's little helper, the dog who's at first kind of growling, this is what dogs are like, isn't it? Uh, And then he just gives him some sausages and the dog's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, now that's, I thought, when I first saw this, it's really well done that, isn't it? Because I just thought, right, okay, he's giving him the sausages. Hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. But then he pays the gag off really nicely, doesn't he? Oh, it
1: does, yeah. Because Homer's sleepwalking. I think, actually, he might he might have been awoken by the smell of sausages, do you, Homer? I think he's sort of yeah, half-woken up.
0: That's highly <laughs> likely. That's highly likely, yes. <laughs> he,
1: he wanders downstairs in a sort of half asleep state and he gives him sausages, which yeah. also implicates Homer, which is just great. Yeah, he
0: just basically puts the sausages under his nose and Homer goes, ooh, and then... <laughs> he starts munching. ...stands there eating the sausages. Basically, you know, wonderfully, John Swartzwater equates him with, with the dog, which we've done before. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and just he's happy with his sausages, isn't he? And the burglar can just... Go about his business, his business, which is which is stealing
1: yeah. things of value to people as well as him. So he, he gets the saxophone from Lisa's room. He takes... Bart is inexplicably hugging a miniature TV in bed, which, <laughs> he, right, yeah, yeah. which he takes. <laughs> um, Marge's necklace and a few other things. And then we cut to the yeah. morning where Homer's sort of curled up next to the dog. <laughs> There's a weird little there's a weird little thing where Bart says his stamp collection's gone missing and they, they just rip into him, don't they? <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and they're just going, ha, ah, ah, ha, ah, you've got a stamp collection. And brilliantly, Nelson phones up, doesn't he, <laughs> and says, stamp collection, ha, ah, ah. ha. <laughs> yeah. These are great little John Spotsford. The, they are wonderful, the touches, yeah.
1: It's, it's, yeah, they don't bother explaining how <laughs> Nelson heard that. But, um, but after getting through the laughter, Lisa says she is really upset by losing her saxophone.
0: She says, Bart's pain is funny, but mine isn't. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's a little bit insensitive.
1: <laughs> and there's a great little gag here where she says, that was my creative outlet, it's how I communicated. And, uh, and Homer says, quiet, Lisa.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's lovely, yeah. Again, that's another Schwarzholder, I think. Yeah, yeah la- exactly. lovely sort of meta nature yeah. to the gags.
1: Yeah. And he's left a calling card, the cat burglar. So it's we're in the sort of territory of the kind of Raffles type, David Niven type character. But we'll, we'll come to that later. He's left his cat burglar calling card. Um, yeah. Ned arrives to say he's also been burgled because uh, he's lost his Turin shroud beach towel. To which Homer replies, can't talk, robbed, go hell. Which is his short way. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really good that he's just, he's not interested in. That, again, that's meta because that's exactly what usually happens when Ned turns up. Yeah. He just gets dismissed exactly but yeah
1: Barney w- wakes up naked in his empty flat so he's even had his clothes taken from him <laughs> which <laughs> yes um, so <laughs> we're getting the message that this cat burglar is, has been around Springfield basically
0: Boss says is this a crime wave
1: yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Lisa. Lisa says it's all right, isn't it? We should have bought. We we must have bought insurance. She says to Marge. Right,
0: Homer, tell your child what you bought when I sent you to town to get insurance. <laughs> Curse you, magic beans,
1: as the jaw. <laughs> just two beans in it. I love that Marge like didn't explain. She said, "Homer, you explain why why yes. you didn't yeah, buy insurance." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he yeah. doesn't explain. He just
0: goes, "Curse you, magic beans," doesn't he? Yeah. That's and so he's not blaming himself. He's no, like, he, he's. She says, "Stop blaming the beans." Yeah, like he's, he's, he's not accepting that he's been duped. He's just sort of annoyed that the beans haven't. haven't they worked. weren't as magic as he thought
1: they would be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they call they call the police and Wigan. Um, He's looking for a pattern with the pins, and then starts moving them around randomly. Doesn't he? <laughs> it's a great moment.
0: Yeah, of all the reports of robberies in the town, and he moves them and goes, oh, "I'm gonna. If I move it here, it looks a bit like an arrow." And <laughs> this is definitely one of my favourite gags. This yeah. is all. These are always. I always love these anyway. Yeah. Because um, the "let's get out of here" gags. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like it looks like an arrow and Lou goes oh he's pointing at this police station chief and he's like let's
1: get out of here let <laughs> just run
0: he's yeah. fucking done that he's put it he's fashioned so that arrow t- anyway
1: and I like the way they're working on Kent Brockman now to be really alarmist because he he, his first statement <laughs> on TV is when cat burglars start <gasps> is mass murder far behind <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's just wonderfully alarmist um, extrapolations when he That's says a massive
1: one isn't it mass murder <laughs>
0: Yeah, but he says this reporter isn't saying the bird was an inhuman monster like the Wolfman, and we get a library picture of the Wolfman. But he very well could be. So there's just no evidence for any of this. But he's just extrapolating, and he has a professor. He has some sort of expert. Some we don't know what he's
1: an it. expert in, though. That guy, do we? He's just no, we don't. But he,
0: no. we get a good callback with him later on. Yeah, we but do. here he says. Wouldn't you say it's time for everyone to panic? Yes, I would, Kent. <laughs> it's just completely un- unhelpful.
1: And then, and then we get a nice, a, a nice little bit with Wiggum where he's at a press conference, and he's got this rabid sort of dog—not rabid, but vicious dog who's ready to attack what, whatever um, smell he picks up from the from the handkerchief that was left by the burglar. But unfortunately, Wiggum wipes his own sweat with it, doesn't he? Quite liberally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stupid thing to do. Again, just that's
0: before. very homo. Yeah. That's very
1: Homer. We're just going, ah, ah that's oh, i ah. just wipe this and bit, just... yeah. The dog, I like his little shout, because the dog attacks him, of course. As soon as they let it go, it attacks him, because that's the smell all over the handkerchief. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> he's a great line. Ah, my jugular. <laughs> 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 Quite a specific line. Any questions? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> then we get Professor Frink, who has an idea of putting the house on legs. And letting it run away when a burglar approaches. Which is <laughs> yeah, really... I'm, not, I'm not normally
0: crazy about Professor, but but he's really good here, isn't
1: he? I like him a lot. I've always liked him. I think my son loves him as well because he finds his voice funny. But um...
0: It's a good invention. You know, the idea that if the house detects any danger, it just gets up on these sort of um, extended legs and runs off. But, but, I mean i don't know where to start with the impracticalities of that it's it's not it's not a great idea is it in terms of the
1: it's when his model people though who are burning sort of topple out of the house and it doesn't he say something like uh, yeah the actual people won't burn like that or something won't burn quite
0: so fast he says yeah Yeah.
1: well
0: that's fine then that seems perfectly fine
1: he hasn't thought it through has he but um this is yeah. what's great about Schwarzfelder though isn't it he 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 takes an idea and then he he you can see he's very quickly going to what that means for for the the Simpsons world so so the next yeah, yeah. the next scene is like everyone's getting high tech security systems but with with mm. sort of lasers that shoot shoot out and and then obviously mm. his mind's gone to well what would teenagers do if they saw a house like that because <laughs> they just start having fun with it don't they I
0: would do that not only teenagers. Yeah, exactly. I'd just throwing throw rocks at it. It's
1: a free lazerium, yeah. says Otto. Yeah,
0: yeah, free lazerium. And he goes, he says this line that's weirdly, you know, stuck in my head. When mm. he says, oh, the colours of the bow, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he's having a psychedelic experience. Yeah, <laughs> he's clearly yeah. tripping on something.
1: And, then, and Jasper regains his sight and then loses it within about a minute, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that's amazing yeah. yeah when he's just going oh
1: my, my cataracts are gone <laughs> I can see again oh I'm blinded <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah oh well easy come easy go and just wanders off
1: and then um, <laughs> and then grandpa in the retirement home gets woken by Malloy this new character so we know straight away it's him don't we I, I, we know straight know, away
0: f- it's him we've seen the silhouette of him anyway
1: yeah I'd forgotten all this you see uh, I, it was dim in my memory, and I thought if they've been really clever, it won't be him. But yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll now, come what, to that.
0: What I really love about this is it's a John Sportsfelder style who done it, because it's almost like what well, the bit that really makes me laugh in this episode is the reveal at the end, and we'll get to it. But I love the way it's revealed and explained in a brilliantly sort of meta way. Like it just it adds up, but only in a. How <laughs> Grandpa explains how he worked out it was Malloy is just yeah. the bit that makes me laugh the most.
1: That is brilliant. But yeah, so we, we we know it's Malloy because we've never seen this character before and he looks just like the guy who was the cat burglar. So it's a bit of a dramatic irony. And then, um, then we cut to Apu shooting people from the roof of the quickie mart. I quite like that. That was quite dramatic. Um, and Homer with his new family rules, which are basically you've got to get home before dark, he tells the family. You've got to make sure you're not followed. Yeah and lock your doors and windows. Seems all right. It's all right. But Marge says, and also don't take candy from strangers. And Homer says, they're only human. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not ready to follow that rule. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's happy to be relaxed about that because it's candy, isn't it? And that's, you know, that's clearly important.
1: And then this this is a funny, I sent you a picture of this because it made me laugh even though I thought it was quite a weak gag. It's, it still made me laugh because he, he's bought a jug to replace Lisa's saxophone. Yeah. Which which he insists you play and he's, it's like, these jokes are like, are they used in like bluegrass and that kind of music? Like hoedowns, aren't they? Where Um, you just blow on a jug.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this episode that's a bit boomerish, which is what I was going to say later. But like a lot of stuff that's sort of a little bit beyond my kind of cultural reach in terms of the...
1: I, yeah, I was thinking this as a weak gag, but then um, it just made me laugh so much when he says uh, he's, he vows to get her saxophone back and then he says music helps daddy think. So he insists she she play it and he, he's, he's sort of thinking with his sort of chin rested in his, his hand at, at the same up, time yeah. as dan- dancing. <laughs> And that was just such a great little animation, yeah.
0: <laughs> like a little jig, isn't it?
1: And then, and then we get yeah, burglar strikes again from the the classic newspaper thing that uh, he loves to do.
0: A brilliant town meeting,
1: yeah, fantastic, yeah, fantastic,
0: yeah, fantastic town meeting led by Flanders, <laughs> saying the police can't seem to get off their dofferunies or whatever, and we're yeah. going to start a neighbourhood watch. And then um, there's a great, I love this. This is so well written. Yeah, like he's like right now. Who shall lead the group? You. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. And he goes, yay, Flanders, Flanders. Then he says, um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't really have very much experience. But And then Mo goes, someone else. <laughs>
1: Immediately.
0: <laughs> That's such a great little response. Someone else, someone else. And, um,
1: and then Homer says, I'm someone else. <laughs> I'm someone
0: else. And they'll go, he's right. <laughs> it's brilliantly written.
1: And then, Yeah, so it ends up with Homer, doesn't it? Because um, everyone backs him, basically. Um,
0: but even that is so well written. Is the, the line is beautifully written. When he says, yeah. we don't need a thinker. We need a doer. Someone yeah. who acts without considering the consequences. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a poor pitch. It's the worst pitch ever, isn't it?
1: Yeah. That's not what a
0: doer is, is it?
1: That's not a doer.
0: <laughs> we don't need a thinker.
1: I like what he says to Grandpa as well. He rejects him by saying, you're an old man and old people are useless, he says. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I love that sort of little, his patronising tone. The, and um, then we
1: and then we get the, um, so Homer basically starts this vigilante group, hence the, the name of the episode. So uh, And we see them all at the house, don't we, with the guns. Like He's looking down the barrel for a start, which is obviously not safe. Um, and then I think we've got Skinner, Moe, Hora- um, what's his name, Horatio Hornblower, but What's all, he doing there? Yeah. <laughs> all armed. He just keeps turning up, doesn't he? And then they just, it's a nice sequence, isn't it? Where the guns keep going off and they're all accidentally. Yeah, they're like, sorry, me again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, love that. Yes. And then he, uh, yeah, he's, he tries giving names to them all, Homer, like Q-Ball. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, right. I'll be Q-Ball. Skinner can be 8-Ball. Barney will be 12 ball and Mo you can be cue ball and Mo says you're an idiot <laughs> you're an idiot yeah. <laughs> he's repeated cue ball yeah there's no 12 ball is there anyway so <laughs> it's no. just a complete <laughs> it's all wrong he hasn't
1: thought it through and they go to and, and this is an old favourite of Schwarzfelder isn't it this character Herman who um, yeah, the one armed yeah. the one armed sort of militarist
0: doesn't he isn't that in his first episode that he wrote, is it bought the yeah, first one? That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he? Herman Shop is amazing, isn't it? Just looking at some <laughs> of the detail. I love that they're buying they're buying weapons and he says, Oh, going to a wedding, he says <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it's, it's obvious. It's <laughs> that... a bit dark. <laughs> yeah. I like this. Did you see this he's sort of it looks like the ceiling is sort of decorated with barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so he's using barbed wire for tinsel as a sort of tinsel
1: y effect. Yeah, it's fucking hell. It's, I know he's—he he's is a dark character. This one, and uh, yeah, yeah, when he realises what they're what they're doing, he says, "Hey, Omar, come and look at this." And he shows him an A bomb that was was planned to be dropped on next.
0: <laughs> Surely that's illegal. He shouldn't be keeping
1: that. No, but it's—it's it's a nice mm. um reference to Doctor Strange Love. Where we get um Homer riding mm. the bomb, just like uh, that se- that very famous sequence in the Doctor Strange Love, like yeah. one of my favourite movies. It's the
0: second reference to Doctor Love in two episodes, Tim. Oh, yeah. From the title of the last one.
1: Yeah. And now here, what's going on with Doctor
0: Strangelove? Is the writer's recently seen it or something. You know, trying to get it in. <laughs> it I mean, this classic. is another little yeah. boomer moment mm. where they've got the be- the beatniks and then uh when Homer's riding the bomb, he says, Take that Maynard G Krebs. I was and, looking that um, up. What is that? Yeah. It's uh it's a sort of a really obscure I think it's it might even be the fifties. Um it's a sitcom called The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. <laughs> which oh aired yeah, from I'm the looking 59s, up now. To, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to sixty three. Um I mean it sounds abysmal, doesn't it? <laughs> but it's it's just basically a kind of there's a beatnik fella. Yeah. And hilarity you know fish out of water comedy isn't it basically he's living in a straight world and Mm. but yeah that's another one of those things where I'm just like what he's Maynard Um, G. Krebs
1: yeah and then they so this this kind of vigilante military group and they've all got very strange costumes so Homer's in a sort Hmm. of safari outfit as far as I can tell (laughs) Um,
0: of course he is yeah
1: (laughs) Apu's in sort of full Raj gear isn't he like a sort of British military Raj gear or something What's Barney wearing? <laughs> yeah, Barney's like He's dressed like a um, hamburger, or a, maybe a busboy or something. I don't know what. That's the best uniform. Well, Skinner's you can... got his kind of Vietnam stuff on, yeah. does not he? His uniform.
0: Yeah, and Barney's got like a a sort of tire iron, um, and yeah, like a sort of like a fast food <laughs> <Yes>. server.
1: <laughs> I think that's the closest Mo, he mate, can come to getting a military uniform, isn't
0: it? Yeah, Mo's got a sort of Boy Scouts. Uniform on, yeah, clearly. Well, but he's got like a pointy tipped helmet,
1: yeah, it's great. It is quite a weird raggle taggle yeah. of people. I quite like it, yeah, yeah.
0: Isn't it the same, isn't that the same group of people? Sorry, just to stop you there, uh, who yeah. were in the B Shops?
1: Oh, it might be, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, I hadn't thought of that,
0: good yeah,
1: one. good, cool, yeah. What's so, what's Apart going on? With Mo, that? actually, yeah, okay. it's just yeah. Mo
0: is the extra character, yeah, all right. But I think the B Shops is Homer. Uh, Skinner, Apu, and Barney, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah you're anyway. right. Yeah, mm, good call. Yeah, um, true,
0: but tedious. Sorry. So they, yes, <laughs>
1: no, it's interesting. I love, I love these like that. So <laughs> yeah. the military group yeah, go yeah. off to to get this whip this neighbourhood into shape. There's a there's a weird kind of rap megaphone thing that Bart hands over to Homer, uh, which yeah, yeah. which I don't get at all. I don't get that gag at all. I don't know if that's something. Isn't it like some
0: sort of megaphone that's got like a backbeat built yeah. into it? Or something, and that's the gag. The gag is he's trying to, he's trying to whip up some um interest in the vigilante movement yeah. or whatever. But the local teenagers have gone. Oh, it's a pretty cool beat there, and they start to dance yeah, to it. it's a bit weird. It's all right. Yeah.
1: Then they just do all the wrong things. They drive a, a yeah. saxophonist out of town, an innocent saxophonist.
0: There's a guy who's burning leaves. Yeah. Uh, Quite. I mean, basically, it's people mind their own business, yeah. just, isn't it? Doing, doing, doing there's, their a, own thing. there's a bloke playing a saxophone on the street. Well, yeah, you know, hurting nobody, and they they drive him off, and yeah. then there's um this fella burn his leaves, yeah, and um, they just go Have you got a permit for that, and they just kick all the leaves burning <laughs> leaves all over the place, and just make it worse, and he has to put put them out with a hose.
1: Yeah, it's just like,
0: saying I've got a permit. <laughs> you know, they're not really doing much, are they? In no. terms of um, then you see Jimbo Jones doing yeah. uh, uh spray painting Carpe Diem. Oh yeah, on the wall graffiti, which is kind of erudite for him, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he stands for. fair enough. <laughs> mm. I love I love that Lisa so obviously they're a bit out of control already this vigilante group and Lisa says who will police the police to Homer That's her uh, challenge. Yeah. And he yes. goes Oh the Coast guard
0: Yeah, he hasn't got the principle but she's
1: uh, <laughs> she's implying the principle of you know authority becoming corrupt. Marge reminds him that the whole point was to catch the cat burglar, but he says no we've yeah. we've expanded it to other programs literacy. Preserving covered bridges, world domination
0: mm. <laughs> they're becoming a little bit a bit drunk on power, aren't
1: they really? <laughs> there's a good Homer brain moment, yeah. though, isn't there Because Lisa says um you know you said world domination and and he said, he makes a mental note, doesn't he? The girl knows too much <laughs>
0: oh, that's great. I love his eyes on that bit yeah, there's a great zoom into his eyes, his eyes are a little bit sort of ask- askance. And yeah. uh, he's going, mental note, the girl knows too much. Yeah. He's like, he's just, again, it's it's like his brain has sort of uh, has an override function that yeah. <laughs> so, just just kicks in occasionally and he's just like a vessel.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's brilliant. He just carries it around. Yeah,
1: because it becomes the girl, it's not his daughter anymore, it's just the girl. <laughs> it's, like... it's almost like he's it's almost
0: like Homer is this sort of meat vessel wandering mm. around. And he's got this this genius brain, but he's somehow suppressed it, um, and it pops. You know, it breaks through occasionally.
1: (laughs) Uh, It's perfect, and and then we get him on TV with Kent Brockman and. It's always terrible Uh. when when they put him on TV. He's just.
0: (laughs) Why do they do this? Yeah, they always do. I think this might be my funniest
1: line, though. The funniest line in the episode for me, where where Ken Brockman says, "So graffiti is down by eighty percent, but heavy sack beatings are up by nine (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent."
0: Yeah. Um,
1: One thing that you might
0: miss, actually, and I'm just glad that I had the subtitles on um, when I was watching this one. As Homer says, "Oh, you can prove anything, um, you know, with statistics or whatever." He says, 40 percent of oh, all yes. people know that." That's it's right. not forty. Forty. <laughs> yeah, forty.
1: Yeah, it's a weird like, word. Yeah. What? <laughs> 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 oh, it's just a love lovely
0: it. subtle thing that you know, ninety percent of people are going to are going to miss that. It's just so so amazingly kind of you know rich, right? Yeah, <laughs> Isn't it?
1: it's a great Homer moment, though, because then. He challenged him. He says, Homer says, I'd be lying if I said my and weren't committing crimes. <laughs> he just stops there. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: but that's not that's not a point in itself, is it? You need to go on to, you
1: know, to expand on that. <laughs> exactly, just stops. <laughs> and then, brilliantly, yeah. a man calls in and says, Homer, my, my arch nemesis."
0: <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the burglar is clearly called in <laughs> to taunt him. <laughs> his face is amazing with his stupid hat on, <laughs> just sitting there. With the backdrop with this sort of blank stare, um, yeah. <laughs> there's no, no perception there whatsoever, yeah. Um, and yeah, he's going, oh, My hot nemesis, and then he goes, "Yellow." Yeah, <laughs> you know, just just no, no, no sense of threat. <laughs> uh, and he's like, Do you know this is? Uh, March, <laughs> um, and the, he's going, No, I, I, I don't, I'm not your wife, but I do enjoy her pearls, so he's giving him another clue, yeah, uh, you know, I'm holding them right now and then homer sort of um slowly realizes yeah. but wonderfully uh, <laughs> he, he starts attacking the sound engineer <laughs> Why, like what what kind of possible connection could he have made
1: and then so the ga- the cat burglar vows to to steal the pride and joy of springfield museum the world's largest cubic zirconia um yeah. But but home ours that he won't he won't sleep, he'll guard it from now yeah. on.
0: That's right. So, and he does so, a little uh, turn to camera and goes, We'll be right back. And then Kelly <laughs> says, I get to say that. It's yeah, a great right. payoff for that scene, it's so yeah. lovely and meta. Yeah. Again, it's back to that thing that we were saying that the yeah. slight kind of twist of reality. Yeah. You know, that, yeah that wouldn't exactly. actually happen. Um a bit like Nelson calling up saying stamp collection, ha <laughs> ha, that wouldn't happen. But it's, a gr- it's just worth it for the gag
1: it's de- it's delicious yeah I like it in this episode outside the museum um, Grandpa comes to help with Jasper and Malloy there's a weird sort of nodding exchange between Homer and Skinner um, that, oh yeah that's it? from
0: Dragnet isn't it that's why I was saying it's quite boomerish it's for people born before the mid-60s, isn't it, basically? Have you ever seen it? I haven't seen it.
1: No, I think there was a, a, re, there was a movie with Dan Aykroyd in, which I think I saw. But yeah, it doesn't mean much to me. I think it was a big well, deal. Well, I know them. nothing about
0: it, Tim, and I've, I've neither have I bothered to find out. No, <laughs> so, Should we
1: move on? But um, <laughs> well, It's quite funny.
0: I like them both doing little very, very tiny nods to each yeah, other. Yeah, there's something fun um, about it. It's and kind then, of funny in itself, so it's sort of all right.
1: But, but Homer gets distracted by some underage kids drinking <laughs> beer without a permit. Uh, which is we come back to brilliantly in a moment. <laughs> but yes. It just leaves the cat burglar free to enter.
0: Yeah, it's more Schwarzwald because he gets into the uh, the museum and there's a clear sign saying alarm system do not turn off. <laughs> which doesn't seem like a very good alarm system to me.
1: No, it's a really obvious switch and really easy to operate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just wrong, isn't it? <laughs> Love that.
0: <laughs> that needs redesigning, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Um. And he leave, he, gets the, he gets the zirconia and he leaves walking past Homer, <laughs> who's now instead of apprehending the teenagers, is drinking with them <laughs> while they shout, yeah. "Chug, chug, chug!" While he chugs the beer.
0: <laughs> it's not again. It's, cla- it's, it's not cla- the ideal job for him, is it? This perfect, just sort of um, guarding the museum and being <laughs> mature and responsible. You know, just the, the first chance he gets, he's just drinking some <laughs> beer with teenagers. Yeah, because the, the newspaper
1: then, we see the newspaper showing him, like, curled up on the ground, and it says he was asleep. And he says, I wasn't asleep, I was <clears> drunk. <laughs> that's
0: another line that made me laugh, actually. <laughs>
1: well, and, yeah, and I Just... love Bart saying, I believe you, Dad. <laughs> I
0: wasn't asleep,
1: I was drunk. That's that's so brilliant. <laughs> like, that's an excuse. So then, the mob arrives, doesn't it, to give Homer hell. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, they're throwing tomatoes at him, aren't they? And, yeah. um a brilliantly subtle thing here is that Barney—they're all throwing tomatoes—but Barney is the only one who throws—he throws an orange. Weirdly, <laughs> it's just such a sort of strange little I thing to, that, to sneak I, in there. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Grandpa arrives. He's come to help. He says, "I know who the cat burglar is. He was right under my nose the whole time." Yeah. Well, Grandpa comes
0: back, comes to the house, mm. and just wonderfully, he says, "I know who the cat burglar is." Mm. Um, and they're like, "Who? Really? Who?" And then, obviously, he starts gloating, going, well, well, well. You know, before I was too old, and yeah. no one wanted my help. Oh, yeah. Um, um, that's yeah, I mean. but look who comes. Uh, and then, by this time, they started walking off. <laughs> they just walked <laughs> no, 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 come on, I'll tell you.
1: <laughs> it doesn't work, that, does it? No, yeah. He's asked to explain, isn't he? How did you track him down? Yeah. Yes.
0: And so we get... Again, that's what I was saying at the beginning. This is like a world version of this, which where the sort of the first one of these we saw i think was um crossy gets busted wasn't it where you see how bart and lisa work it out and then when such a bob tries to kill and patty or selma and um yeah so here we go grandpa says on one of my frequent trips to the ground he's just walking through the retirement home and falls over and he says i've noticed malloy wore sneakers um for sneaking he says which is good it's a good uh good observation And then um, Schwarzfelder starts to brilliantly just slightly bend reality a bit. Yeah. When he says, um, at the museum yesterday, we started to walk home, uh, but Malloy didn't come with us. Um, (laughs) Malloy basically has got a sort of Batman style, um, you know, grappling hook that he fires up to the top of the museum and just climbs up the wall. And Grandpa says, "Was just something different about Malloy, though. It's like he was walking more vertically than usual. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a kind of way that he's not really, he's getting there. He's starting to get a sense, as this Malloy might be. Um, but again, the rule of three. Yeah. Grandpa says, and finally, unlike most retired people, <laughs> Malloy has the world's largest cubic zirconia <laughs> on what? his coffee table. <laughs> 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 it's like, Swart's father like just gets bored of um, Grandpa's spotting loads of, you know, cleverly spotting lots of suspicious things about Malloy and scares, oh, fuck it, just have him say that he's got a big diamond on his table. That's all he
1: needed, actually, <laughs> for evidence, really, wasn't it? That Just that one fact would have done for, Yeah, for exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Homer leads the mob to the retirement home, they recover the, the diamond, the, the conia, and um, <laughs> there's a nice bit of dialogue where Homer says, the cat has been caught by the very person who was trying yeah. to catch him. <laughs> <laughs> How ironic. So, <laughs> <Says> Skinner... <laughs>
0: Um, it's always good when Homer does this. When Homer gloats <laughs> yeah. it's so good he's going, Well, it seems that the cat yes. has been caught. Yeah, you know, that yeah. kind of uh by the very person. It's the stuff that he's seen on films, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know, he's he's seen it on telly,
1: but it yeah, just doesn't he, apply. No, he can't do it. But um Malloy is happy to return all of the treasured possessions, um mm-hmm. Selma's lock of MacGyver's hair, Lisa's saxophone. Um, yeah. But he says, I oh, sincerely. He's very charming. He's very. I mean, he's based on David Niven, isn't he? and oh, we should say he's he's voiced by Sam Neill, isn't he? So um, yeah, yeah, he's the guest. New Zealand on... uh, Jurassic Park. Sorry, Man, Yeah, Sam Neill he does a good job, and he's he's based on De- yeah. uh, David Niven in like uh, the Phantom, mm. I think it was uh, Raffles, Raffles, and also Pink Panther. Yeah. Um, yes. And he says, I sincerely regret inconveniencing your town. It has stolen my heart, basically. He's
0: a bit a Bob, isn't he, really?
1: He is, but the mob are brilliant here, aren't they? Because Skinner goes, he's so charming. And Barney goes, let's let him go.
0: <laughs> let's let him go, yeah. It's back to the someone else, I think, again.
1: <laughs> Immediate, immediately let him go. Um, yeah. But no, Wiggum's like, no, he broke the law. Um, and uh, Quimby comes in to give him his kickback. So that's that's not bad, not good timing, but... Um, Yeah, he puts him in prison. And this is where Malloy says, well, maybe you're wondering where I hid the millions of dollars I stole.
0: And Homer goes, shut up.
1: (laughs) That made me laugh a lot, actually. That that really made me
0: laugh. And they go, well, let's hear him out.
1: (laughs) And this, right, so this whole last section is based on a movie called It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, which, did you, did you, I watched this loads of times as a kid, did you? It was on TV all the time. No, I've never seen it. I've never ah, seen it. Ah, so this is funny because... Uh, like, so the film comes from 1963, but I know this inside mm. out, this movie, because when I was oh, a kid... Right, OK. Yeah, and I'm a bit older than you, but when I was a kid, it was on TV all the time, as far as I remember. I loved it. So yeah. I totally got this. Oh, yeah. but, I can, but watching it, I, I totally got it and found it brilliant, but I, I did find it odd that they would take that movie, which can hardly be known at the time, I imagine, let alone now. <laughs> what did you make of it?
0: Well, yeah... That's what I mean, the boomerish thing, you know, it's John yeah. Swartzwader, isn't he? And he's just kind of, yeah, he's just using stuff from stuff that he remembers. It does work, I think, but it's almost like a coda to the, the story, isn't it? The it main is, it yeah, it's is a bit odd, yeah. It's almost, I think there's sort of, what, like five minutes mm. at the end of yeah, the Yeah, it's quite a lot,
1: yeah. I mean, because yeah. in, in the uh, original, they are looking for a big W, and it turns out to be the, uh, these palm trees in the shape of a W. And in this one, it's a big mm. T, but I, I do like the gag where they run out to try and find the big T, and there's... There's a tea building, there's yeah. the big tea burger and fries, there's yeah. a big tea, as in TEA, and and the yes. final one is the one with iced tea and Booker Tea playing, which is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big it's
0: tea. the big tea theatre, yeah. yeah, iced tea with Booker Tea in concert, yeah. and they it's... go back to him going, we need more information, <laughs> 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 there's too many teas, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that works really well um, yeah lovely and then and then he gives them the address and they and they still need more information so he ends up having to oh, give he them gives turn, directions, by, yeah, yeah. turn by turn directions yeah, <laughs> which is great again so he's doing some good stuff here but um, yeah Marge and then that's where it goes a bit mental it goes into that whole Mad, mad war, which you wouldn't get unless you've seen that movie because it's exactly like that the whole town is descending on this this thing um, I think
0: it's Phil, Phil Silvers turns up doesn't he or the, the character the sort of yeah the character played by Phil Silvers who was yeah, Sergeant Bilko that's right he's, yeah he's in the, but, the, the movie
1: yeah yeah. so it
0: sort of just turns into this kind of big free for all knockabout yeah. kind of comedy farce whatever
1: very strange yeah
0: um, and they find the place where he says the that uh, the treasure's buried. Before
1: we so, get to that, can we say? Can we just give Ken Brockman his last oh, brilliant line? Oh, God, yeah, Ken Brockman. yeah.
0: Uh, Ken says, Professor, without knowing precisely what the danger is, so that's not a great start, <laughs> um, would you say it's time for our viewers t- to crack each other's heads open and feast on the goo inside? <laughs> <laughs> the professor goes, yes, I would, Ken. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where's that come from? That's what? such a dark line, isn't it? <laughs>
0: What is he there for, this professor bloke? Yeah. What's the point of him? He's I just was... going, yes, I'll I, I do that. Yes, we should panic. Yes. <laughs> Let's kill each other.
1: I also <laughs> like the implication that Kent brockman has got some very dark ideas about how to deal with with this sort of this sort of uh, behaviour, really.
0: Well, basically, you sort of turn on each other, cannibalise each other.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, he's he's sort of like, he just wants society to collapse, doesn't he, and break down because of this crime wave. Yeah. And all these people trying to find this treasure. And... For for him, it's it's great. You know, it's it's just good story. He just wants yeah. it's time for people to start eating each other. That be that was the next extrapolation of the story.
1: <laughs> and he's got an expert on to help improve it. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole ch- town are chasing to get to the the big T which is a palm tree, just like the original movie. It's a palm tree in the shape of a tree, and uh, so they dig, don't they? And there's a piece of paper there saying, "I've used this time to escape from jail," which is very clever. Yeah. But Homer says, I can't make out the signature. So he hasn't worked out who it is, is
0: he? That's lovely, yeah. That's another one. That, there's loads of great Homer moments that make me laugh out loud. Yeah. When he's he's reading it, going, ah. I love that he's reading it, where Homer reads it, right up to his face. Yeah. The paper's really close to his face. And his eyes are moving across each line very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> Frightfully sorry, um, but there's no hidden treasure. I've already used this time to escape from your jail. Yeah. Bondist wishes. Oh, I can't make out the signature. <laughs> that
1: is so that's such
0: a superb payoff.
1: It's brilliant, isn't it? It's, it, it? it's almost a throwback to him saying, is that Marge on the phone? When it's clearly, is that Marge, yeah. It yeah. a man. <laughs> but,
0: he doesn't seem to retain any information, that's it, is it? He doesn't seem to... Um, you know, he he doesn't seem to have the capacity to learn. He's forgotten that's why the they're yeah, there, not he? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't seem to... Um, to have any growth about him—that's what's so great about Homer. Are oh, you right he just about this? Moment.
1: This level of stupidity is perfect in these these seasons, these episodes, isn't it? It's just right. Yeah, because
0: it's so—it's really relatable. It's really warm, and yeah. you know, it's. Yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, you know, you, he's really—it's really lovable, stupid, isn't it?
1: And then it, there is a nice little power because they keep digging, thinking that there's still yeah. treasure, but they can't get out. Then Homer <laughs> so says, "We'll dig our way out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a stupid line and then Wiggum says dig up stupid dig up uh, which I'm is not another good sure line sure how you do that but yeah, yeah. so and um, you know yeah. a bit of a weird ending I'd have to give it that yeah
0: yeah it's a good one isn't <laughs> it it's a good one it yeah, because well it's good. Wilder so yeah. you, you rarely get you rarely get a dud no Wilder exactly. episode yeah. yeah Uh, this one sort of barrels along mm. really nicely it's a great Homer episode so I find it very difficult to be down in any way on yeah. Homer episodes and. Mm. Where he gets the gets them, you know, gets the tone right, and um, yeah, I love all the stuff with the kind of slightly meta who done it. Mm. It doesn't really pan out properly. He just sort of gets bored with it. Yeah, <laughs> <then he> just, <laughs> just plays it off. Um, it is like I say though, it is a bit boomerish. There's lots. The references are kind a little bit out of reach
1: for oh, me. I don't really yeah. know anything about. Yeah. It's a mad, 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 mad. Whatever yeah. it is. Well, who would now nowadays? No one would know that. Yeah. Or Dragnet, or things like that.
0: Yeah, there are episodes with better, with more sort of universal little references. Hmm. But it did make me laugh a lot. Yeah, it, you know, it definitely made me laugh out loud a lot at some of the the Homer lines. Um, oh, absolutely. I'm going to go nine. Ooh. I'm going to hit it, go go for a nine. Yeah, I oh. think it's it's one of those episodes that I think, um, is up there for just for laughs, for just something that that makes me feel happy you know it makes me feel good after watching it but um it's a bit kind of loose a bit a bit scrappy in places uh, a bit a bit stream of consciousness but i kind of think that's what you get from swots isn't it yeah yeah,
1: yeah i think <laughs> I do I, like it. i'm i'm with you i'm i'm going to give it a 9 as well um i thought oh, you were going to okay. go lower but um yeah now yeah. I, I feel it's 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 just great simpson mm. stuff isn't it you you can't imagine any other show doing an episode like this really it's just you know it's got so no. many no. And, and I like I mean maybe it is because I'm close to being a boomer I'm not quite but um, you know I like the David Niven reference he, and again it usually works even if you don't know the reference because it is kind of odd to have this sort of mm. gentleman cat burglar in the middle of a, um, a cartoon series it's just it's just cool so yeah and, and the last are brilliant yeah and, Sam Neill's good isn't he yeah. and
0: I, I suppose the, the, you know, the character like I said is a tiny bit sideshow bobbish yeah um, yeah a bit yeah and uh, you know this kind of sophisticated character in the middle of all these you know rubes or sort of quite kind of um, quite simple simple well group.
1: he easily outwits them doesn't he <laughs> all of them so yes um, yes which is good um, but yeah
0: and I love the Wiggum stuff as well the Wiggum stuff is fantastic and, and the, the Kent stuff.
1: Brockman so, stuff as well yeah
0: Kent Brockman is great yeah, they, <laughs> yeah John Swartzard really pushes Kent Brockman into a wonderfully dark new territory in this one doesn't he he does um, yeah I loved it so yeah
1: it's um, joyful
0: yeah it is a pleasure I definitely enjoyed it more than the, the legalized gambling one.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, that was that was a bit, yeah, a bit of a dip.
0: So if we go nine nine, then that's interesting because you've got. Um, I think we don't have. I'm um, try I'm just checking my extensive list of our our ratings. Um, no, we haven't given. Um, we haven't given anything a ten for since episode seven, which is a double ten. Ah, really. So. Oh
1: well. Yeah. Listeners will be hanging on to find out when we will next be giving a 10. Yeah. The only yeah, way to we'll find out, talks. listeners, is to listen to every episode yeah. with baited breath. That's right. Yeah.
0: But sadly, Tim, <laughs> it is time to handcuff the episode's wrists and ankles together and bundle it into a box freezer secured with a hefty padlock. And next time we'll be rewatching Bart Gets Famous, which is, I didn't do it, isn't it? It's the I didn't do it thing. <gasps> the
1: I didn't do it. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a good one in my memory. A good bar episode in my memory. So we'll we'll. well that's see another
0: Schwarzholder again.
1: Is it? Oh, great! Two in a row. I Understood. think it is. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think
0: it's another Schwarzholder, Yeah, so he's on. A, he has a bit of a run here. So you can email us if you want to be part of it. You can email us at stay at gmail dot com. Tweet us at Uh, You know, let us know what you thought of the episode, or you can you know send us some personal abuse. Uh, posts, post some excrement to our letterbox. Um, make a make a a fake video of us having sex with animals. Anything, Jesus. just you know, just anything. Just that knowledge or existence in some way, it makes it, it makes it all worthwhile. Uh, that's where but, we've got to. Here. A bit desperate for attention. Yeah, just yeah, anything, yeah, any kind of attention would be lovely. I just,
1: yeah. I just want to know that that I, you know, I'm significant in some way to the universe. <laughs>
0: Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's the uh, it's the fight for status. Tim, that's the kind of key, the key one of the big driving factors in uh, the human condition. So, but for now, <laughs> whoever you are, we hope you're well, and wherever you are, we hope you're safe. See you next time.
1: See you next time.